I'm Alex Mito. And I'm James Milley. And this is The Artist Business Plan, your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs, hosted by Superfine Art Fair. What's going on, business artists? You are listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means that you are certifiably awesome. If you don't know me by now, my name is Alex Mito. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Superfine Art Fair, the most widespread art fair for artists in the U.S. and one of the top resources for all things art, artists, and marketing of your art. I'm also one of our two hosts here on the Artist Business Plan with my partner, James Milley. We now reach over 5,000 monthly listeners in 70 countries around the globe and growing every single week with your help, listeners. Today, we've got Corinne Bronze here with us on the mic. Corinne is going to share an awesome masterclass with you today on how to balance all of your creative pursuits, in Corinne's case, painting and acting. I don't know about you, but I am so excited to hear what she has to say. But first, I've got an amazing offer here just for you ABP listeners. Artists, have you ever felt anxious, alone, and not sure about the next move for your career? Good news, those days are over. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine art fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we are offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest, reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. We can't wait to welcome you to the Superfine community and start helping you sell more art today. All right, so here we are back here with Karin Bronze, and we're ready to change the way that you think about your art career. Karin Bronze is a Swedish-American fine artist. With artistic inspiration going back to her childhood in Norrköping, Sweden, Karin's passion and interest in animals is influenced by the Nordic culture's appreciation of the outdoors and nature. The beauty of nature is captured in every Karin Bronze artwork. Karin is also an actress currently living in California. Welcome to the Artist Business Plan, Karin. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Before we dive in, we have a bit of a tradition on this podcast, and I want to ask you something that'll help our listeners get to know the real you. And that question is, what is the earliest memory that you have of art? Wow. The earliest memory I have of art is from my granddad. He was an amazing painter, and he couldn't memorize things he saw earlier that day. And I remember seeing his sketches. He was a really nice, fine artist doing a lot of nice sketches of humans and the nature. And I was probably around five when I saw them the first time. So your first memory are your granddad's sketches. And we talked about this recently on a podcast about like the generational legacy of art, of like passing it down to Mm. kids and grandkids. I think that's such a great example of that. Very cool. So I I love your story. So thank you for sharing with our listeners. Now, from here, let's jump into our questions. So Karin, you are a fine artist and actress in Hollywood. How do these different artistic ventures inspire each other? So we all know that art is a form of expression. It allows human mind and heart to express something that maybe words cannot. And 
being an artist allows me to get in touch with my inner self. And being an actor, although it's, it's quite different, it allows me to express myself in a totally different way. You know, it's more of the, I'm in the eye of the characters that I play. In acting, I'm pretending to live someone's life. I'm taking directions and I'm telling someone else's story. As an artist, when I paint, I don't really have to take directions. I'm my own boss. I express my feelings and colors and visions. And it comes from inside of me. And as an actor, I express it more with my words and my body languages and expressions. And I really enjoy them both because it gives me um, kind of escape from this crazy world we live in sometimes. It's, you know, sometimes life can be tricky and hard and sometimes you just need a break from it. And having them both in my life and being able to express myself in acting and in art, I just think is one of the best combinations. Yeah, and I and I absolutely agree with you. And I, I agree that the world gets crazy sometimes. And yeah. It, yeah, very much so. And I think we all could agree with that, especially in the past year and a half. And if you're listening to this in the future, this is 2021. So you've had a crazy year. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so nice. To, it's like my meditation, you know, the zoom out and uh, yeah. be in the moment. So I think it's really interesting because, you know, some people maybe who are listening here, maybe they went to art school and they're like, ah, like, I really have to just like do this all the time. I have to be an artist all the time. And kind of like, you know, they may have a job, but they don't really think about how that job goes with their career as an artist. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Like just kind of, you know, having these two careers that you both, you're passionate about both and you enjoy both. Do they ever interact? Are there like kind of spaces where they overlap or is there, are there lessons you learn in one that help you with the other? Just like, let's talk a little bit that. Yeah, so even my, my background, I, I never went to art school or anything. I had my, you know, teachers and parents wanted me to do so, but I was kind of stubborn and always been a seeker. I think I've done a lot of traveling during my life. I lived in London, New Zealand, Australia. I came here to the United States 2012, not knowing an American soul. So I think my life experience has really, really been helpful of what I've seen and lived. Mm -hmm. And I need moment in life. I, I need to move. I need to be out in the wilderness or even if I go for a run or a hike. That's where I get my visions. That's where I create. If I have to remember a script, for example, I used have to go for a walk and remember it that way. Or if I need to come up with some new paintings, that's what I do. I need moments. And being stuck in a studio would drive me crazy. Probably everyone will go crazy as being stuck in a studio or at home, especially now during COVID-19, right? Yeah, I think that the simple answer too is just follow your heart mm -hmm. and your heart often holds the simple answer so to what we perceive to be complicated questions. I love that. Just follow your heart and, you know, it will come naturally to you. I wouldn't be the artist as I am if I didn't have these different lives I already lived, for example, in Australia and London and in Scandinavia and now in US. I've seen so much already and I've been taking in a lot of emotions and cultures. And I think that makes me the artist I am today. I totally agree. And and I really like what you said about just kind of follow your heart and simple answers to these questions that sometimes seem difficult and complicated, but following your heart, sometimes the, the answers just come to you. I love that. Do you ever find that one of your passions, whether painting or acting, does it ever take a back seat to the other one? Not really. Cool. So they exist pretty nicely side by side. Nicely side by side. I like um, well, I, I love the freedom of, of being an artist though, because I can create and do whatever I want. No one tells me what to do. 
cool. uh, what to say. So I love that. And then what would you say are, if you had to pick two tips, two of your best tips for balancing those two careers, what would you say? Just be uh, in the moment and follow your heart. As I said earlier. Yeah. Be in the moment and follow your heart. And be, yeah. And as I said, for me, I need to be outdoor. I have need to move. That's where I, I think pray the best. That's like very good general advice for this time in the world. Like get outdoors. And I, I found that sometimes with like, I run this business and I have another business that I run with my family and I have a consulting business and so many things going on at once sometimes. And sometimes I find that like when I feel like I'm up against a wall or I just don't know what mm. to do, just taking a walk, like getting outside yeah. away from the computer is so vital. And I could not agree with you more on that. Oh, exactly. Being in front of a screen too will drive me crazy. Yeah. And and it, we live in this world where like it does, you know, you do have to do things online. You have social media, you have your, your management emails, things like that. But just knowing that there's always that opportunity to get outside and like get that inspiration and then follow your heart. I think that's wonderful advice. And get get off like autopilot. Sometimes we just do things automatically and, you know, you know, all the social media can feed you with all those crazy thoughts and negative thoughts, sometimes positive, but getting away with it and really appreciate what's earth have to offer. I think it's very important. Yeah. And I like how you phrase that get off of autopilot because there's so many things. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love that. And like, you know, I would kind of steer it a little back towards the the screens, the computers again. It's like, there's this inkling. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, to just like check your phone the second you get up and to like check your emails while you're walking your dog. I mean, maybe that works for some people, but it's like, sometimes you get to question these things that you're doing just on autopilot and like get off autopilot. <laughs> mm, yeah, exactly. Sometimes we don't even think about it. Cool. So that's a good segue into a question I have for you, Karen. In an interview with Authority Magazine, you discussed how with your supplies that you use for your work, the best practice is quality over quantity. And I, I know that you tend to use crystals and gold in some of your works, but even with paints and brushes, can you tell our listeners why you believe that investing in your career will actually save you time and money? Well, I guess some of the media I use probably cost even more, especially the, the precious stone and genuine diamonds. However, like adding these elements that comes from earth, not only add value to the piece, but I, I also hope they will make the piece as timeless as those stones I put in it. Some of the diamonds I use, as I said, are genuine, meaning they are from earth and not handmade. Even the gold and some of the... Um, the gold leaf I use as well, it just brings that extra to the painting. And, you know, being an artist can, can be kind of frustrating sometimes. You have those days that nothing works, right? You, you, you have this amazing vision in your head. You want to make this masterpiece and it does not work. It's just like your hands doesn't want to cooperate with your thoughts and mind. And, you know, everyone have those days. But, you know, you have those times when I bought these canvas and it's all wibbly wobbly it's not going to do any good right and we've been hanging on a wall for a long time it's nothing more frustrating as well when you buy those brushes and you get those little hairs off so you have to like get rid of when you get buy some new paints and they just don't match and they all messy and sticky so i think it's very very important to find quality things well it doesn't necessarily have to be you know expensive it's like 
comparing my wardrobe. You know, I have expensive glasses or shoes that I like to wear, but then I have my cheaper stuff that is just goes well with it. And it's the same thing with your art supplies. You really got to find those brands that you really like and you want to make it easy, right? By spending time frustrating and get angry about your art, you're using that. It's not really working for you. Yeah. And I like the kind of the picture you painted there of like, if you buy these cheap brushes and you're like picking hairs out of your painting, yeah. like, you know, and you've got all these mismatched colors. I mean, I love that show that came out a few years ago. And I know everyone loved the Marie Kondo, the Japanese woman who would mm. uh, come to people's houses and say like, if this doesn't spark joy, like get rid of it. And we kind of know that with like clothes, we're like, yeah, you know, we're, we're learning at least, but mm. with tools of our trade sometimes. And if you're an artist, you know, the, the brushes, the paints, the, the film, all the things that you're using are the tools of your trade. I mean, really respecting that, like if that's what you're saying, Karin, I very much agree with you, respecting those tools of your trade and, you know, not having those things around that just become like mental clutter because they don't really work for you. And it's a progress too. I mean, I, I started to be uh, doing this professionally six years ago and it's a learning process. It's always going to be. You know, you, you find your ways to do stuff. I look back on my old paintings and be like, okay, well, that's what I did back then. And I'm looking at it now. And you just have to go with the flow and uh, naturally it will happen. Yeah. I mean, accepting that every, you're always growing and that you're always learning is like key to everything, especially. Yeah. To, yeah. And just realizing like, this is all iterative. You're all, you're moving forward to something new, but like really you know, I like that we kind of started this on the topic of like investing in your career. And I think I really agree with you, like buying the things that help you make the work the way you want it to be is so important. We are going to come right back and Karin is going to tell you more of what you want to know about interacting with fans, investing in your career and much, much more. But first a message from our sponsors. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you take the next step and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fairs. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine Fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we're offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest, reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. So Karin, I have a question for you, and that is, as an actress, you are no stranger to amassing fans who follow you and your work. What are your top three tips for gaining followers, but like more importantly, gaining engaged followers, people who really care about you and your work on social media? So it's simple. First of all, be yourself. Be yourself and be yourself. Because personally, I don't want to be followed or liked or admired or someone that follows me because it pretend like I'm pretending to be someone else. I think just staying yourself, being authentic, and really show the real you. It's like a painting. It tells you a story. 
people really want to know the artist behind it, the artist story. You know, they like to see your life, what you do, if you're a goof, if you're very serious, how you paint. Just don't be scared. Just bring it all out there. And I've learned that sometimes it's very uncomfortable to get out of that comfort zone. And, you know, many times we question self, like we question ourselves so about how our artists and we might be like, nah, maybe that's good enough. Maybe I don't want to really show it, but just showcasing your art and throw it out there, I think is very, very important. And then tell them the story why you're doing that. Showcase your art. So get bold and don't be boring. That's my first tip. And my second one is to engage with people. Engage, engage, engage with the followers and your fans. Even if you can do it the same day, social media, I mean, wow, it can take up a lot of time of your day. We all know that. But just invest a little bit of time each day to, even if it doesn't look like a little smiley face to someone or a like or start a conversation, they will might even help you to, to sell an art piece. And it's all about how we connect with people. Also, I think that hashtags is very critical. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag as much as you can. And using the right hashtag because that can really bring you more people to see you and start a bigger following. And uh, also, you know, build a relationship with your fans, interact, but yeah, engage. And don't be scared to show yourself, even if it's, you know, whatever you do, painting or doing a goofy thing, a funny thing. People love that. And they will really build your following because when they know your story, they will fall in love with you more and the work you do. I love that. And I could not agree more. I just want to sum it up for our listeners. I think it's so valuable what you've said, Corinne. So don't be scared to show yourself and who you are. I mean, number one, be yourself because really who wants to be followed or liked because you're pretending to be someone you aren't show the real you. So if you're whatever you may be, if you're a serious person, if you're goofy, whoever you are, let that shine through your presence online and sometimes that's uncomfortable, but you got to do it. Tell them the story and just get bold. And I like what you said there, Karen. Don't be boring on there because that's not the way that the medium works. So really you want people to be excited to interact with you. And then your number two there, engage with your followers. Engage. I like that you brought up, you know, that it can seem daunting sometimes. Like, how do I do this? Do I have to be glued to my phone all day? But just dedicating a few minutes a day to connecting, and whether that's just a smile, a like, a little comment, a thank you, whatever it may be, we often like turn social media or apps into like this like strange digital thing. But on the other end, there's real people there. So engaging with them, you're going to see results. And I love that you brought up hashtags. A lot of people, you know, they know they exist and they know that they should use them, but not really taking the time to find the right hashtags and that is, I agree, really important. It helps people discover you. So definitely spend the time doing your hashtag research and then use your hashtags. I love that. I think that is so helpful for anyone out there who is trying to amp up their social media presence. And don't compare yourself with other artists or artworks. Just throw it out there. That's all I can say. Don't second quest yourself because there's so many brilliant artists out there. You just need to get it out there to be seen. 
Yeah. I mean, that's the neat thing about art. And, you know, I, I talked to so many artists and it's like, you know, yeah, don't compare yourself because the fact that it's coming from your own hand, from your own mind, I mean, that immediately makes it different. The fact that it's you makes it different. So you don't have to compare yourself. I mean, but it's really, really hard to do so. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone is struggling with that, especially yeah, with a lot of artists. We, we know that, like just getting it out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it wasn't for my friends and other, you know, people that I know, like I would be stuck in a room with my paintings, drawing in them because <laughs> I didn't know getting out there, you know? Yeah. So I've learned that through the past years too. You got to throw it out there. It's a great lesson. You throw it out there and there's a healthy way to like get feedback and use mm. it to grow, but also like not to sit there being like, Oh my God, it's not, it's not like this person or like they have this many followers or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just get, no. get it out there is so important. You start with a baby step, step yep. by step, little, little thing and boom, naturally you will get there. It's like that metaphor, right? Of like, you know, going on a staircase, going into the clouds and you can't see the next step, but you take it anyway. I think that's, really kind of how it is with getting your work out there and doing your thing on social media. Yeah. I agree with you. So now translating some of that strategy to sales, how do you turn those fans into patrons of your art? Like how do you get someone who's discovered you on Instagram and turn them into a supporter and a collector online? Well, I do have my website that I guess people that starts following me will go to and then see my works. I think also a, a good thing to do is have newsletters so people know what is happening and they can find out more about you and really take the time to look through who is actually contacting you because, you know, one thing can lead to another and then a sale. I would also suggest to, I use, for example, Etsy. It's a great platform. Shopify, Sachi Art. Just find different platforms that you can put your art out and you will be amazed what people you can start connecting with. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like finding those different forums where you can sell your art and meet collectors. And I think also, you know, any, then something I've just learned over the years, is like anyone, any social media expert, someone who's like really focused on drawing a big social media audience will tell you if they really know what they're talking about, that mm -hmm. the goal is to get the followers off of your social media and into your website and to buying your work or, you know, to your shows or whatever the next step is. It's not just having them live on that Instagram page. It's really getting them to take the next step. So like whatever you can do to get them to move to, like you said, Corinne, to your mailing list or to your, to your website and to like, you know, to, you have a lot more control at that point over what, whether or not they become collectors. So I think I would actually kind of construe that to just say it is really important to get people to move to your other platforms as well, where you're selling your work. Yeah. So Corinne, this has been an amazing conversation. So let's bring this one home for our listeners out there. What should an artist listening today do right now to start revving up their career in a major way? Believe in yourself and anything is possible. Just push it, push it, push it and be confident about it and you work. And even if you're starting out, so I said, baby steps, you, you can get there. And don't become an artist just because you think it's a business. It's not. You're an artist because you're in touch with the universe or the power that some people call God. So with, with two words, art is not a business, but it's more a calling. You know, you're going to be passionate about it. You're going to do this. It's going to be up and downs. But if you really, really love what you do, it will happen. 
Even if you start as a hobby first and you thinking, wow, this is amazing. Just go for it. Artists, go for it. Believe in yourself. Be confident and make it happen. I could not agree with you more. And with the last words, I would say the only failure is not to try. Try. If you don't like it, you don't. The only failure is not to try, so try it. So when you're sitting there and you're wondering what you should do, the next step to take, whether you know something within your art practice or something within the business side of your art practice, just try and see if it works for you and if you like it. That's really the only way to find out. And don't take anything personal. You know, all the negativity and things people can throw at you, don't take it. Stay with, with acting, you know? Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. So believe in yourselves, be confident, don't take it personally, and of course, just try. I agree with you, Karin, and thank you so much for sharing that with us. To all of you business artists out there, Karin has been here with us today sharing her amazing perspective with you all. You're going to want to go back, listen to this episode, and take your notes for sure. You can listen to this in all of our past podcast episodes on our website at www dot superfine dot world to connect with Karin you can follow her at Karin Bronze and Karin Bronze Art on Instagram and visit www.karinbronze.com as always remember that we are superfine art fair on Instagram we always appreciate a share whenever you're listening to benefiting from and enjoying the artist business plan and we would really appreciate it if you could take just a moment of your time to write us a review on Apple Podcasts Those ratings and reviews that you write on there are so critical in helping other artist entrepreneurs just like yourselves find and benefit from our and our guests' perspective every single week. As always, I'd like to wrap up this masterclass by sharing a quick quote with you all. And that quote is, I believe in myself and my art so much. I've always trusted destiny. Wherever it takes me, I just work damn hard at the opportunity. And that is Priyanka Chopra. Karin, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. And for that, we are so grateful to you. And thank you so much for having me. It's been fantastic. You're very welcome. Everyone else, have an awesome rest of your day. And remember to stay on top of your artist's business plan. Get out there and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan, a weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs brought to you by Superfine Art Fair. Hosted by Superfine CEO Alex Mito and co-founder slash professional artist James Milley, join us and leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas each week for tips, tricks, and value bombs designed to help you thrive and sell more art. For more information on applying to Superfine Art Fair, as well as recordings of this in all of our past podcasts, just visit www.superfine.world. We love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at Superfine Art Fair and shoot us a message to let us know you're listening. Looking for a more personal connection or want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Just shoot us an email at artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world and we'll get right back to you. That's artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world.